Hello everyone. You're listening to Sports and Beyond. And today we have with us none other than the great Anju Bobby George. Now Anju is a huge name in the world of athletics. In fact, she is India's first and only world champion in the IAAF World Athletics Tournament. She made history when she won the bronze medal in long jump in the 2003 World Championship in Paris. With this achievement, she became the first Indian athlete ever to win a medal there by jumping a staggering 6.7 meters. She is a recipient of the Arjuna Award and she came 5th in the 2004 Athens Olympics with a personal best 6.83 meters. But we already know Anju the sportswoman. So today we will take a look at a rather personal side of hers. So Anju My first question to you is why did you pick up athletics as your career Um actually that was my not my choice my father was very much interested in sports so he asked me to no he put me into sports and he uh, at the age of 5 uh, I started athletics I was training them uh, from that day uh, actually uh, yeah I can say that uh, from thir- th- second or third standard I started competition like small level competition from fifth standard I was doing under a special coach normally my day started around 4 o'clock so I used to go to ground and after training from there directly to school that was a hectic schedule for me at that age but he was very strict my father was very strict <laughs> getting a medal anyway for a small kid it's, it's a big thing so I just started like that and later i came up to the world stage <laughs> accidentally this day uh, 16 years back i got the world championship bronze medal for uh, first ever india's medal in the world stage hmm that was really insightful so anju how did it feel standing at that podium that is a great moment uh, not only for me the for the entire country because um till that day we were just talking about asian level or just missing olympic medals I can say that other than me or Bobby no one expected a medal from us. Now you know athletics is the toughest event in the world. More than 200 countries are taking part and it's not a easy task. And we cannot say that uh, someone is a sure shot medal other than Usain Bolt or very few. One day before the competition Bobby told me that this is going to be a great day for you. So we are expecting a medal and he told me that definitely will get So with that confidence I went for the competition and uh, even though that was my first major championships in the world stage I managed a bronze medal but still that fifth jump was not my best jump I had some uh, problems in between uh, run up and I couldn't lift uh, a perfect take off but still that was 670 meters and I got the bronze So what kind of strategies do you think of when you are going for a jump? Actually we are tuned for that. We train for that. If we are into many things, nothing will materialize. If you are focused, then you can do that. So actually our blood rhythm, our body, our sleep, everything is tuned only for that day that moment. So we know how to handle that because we with the experience. So definitely it's a huge task. for an individual because standing in front of a big crowd maybe more than 1 lakh people watching just you performing and uh, but you need to perform it's not uh, like a game if you are a mediocre performer you may win but in athletics you should be the peak uh, look here and there and do the competition you should be very focused hmm all right 
That's a rather interesting take. So my next question is for Robert Bobby George. Now Robert is a man who has played a crucial part in Anju's journey. Robert, what do you think was so special about Anju because of which she was actually able to reach at that level in a global stage? So basically, you know, everybody needs talent. She is highly talented. Plus I did my my part, you know, like uh, taking her to where she was a national medalist that time from national to international level. I played a role there. It's not that all of us are if you say that uh, Olympics and world championships nobody is willing to swallow that you know gradually step by step I was keeping a target for like uh, 6:33 was a national record just to break the national record first then then the next target was 650 660 660 uh, 650 was an Olympic qualification mark at that time so she did that in 2000 but unfortunately she could not go for that tell us a bit about the kind of training that Anju had to take in the academy So we we are spending average you know seven hours a day morning and evening average if you take like thirty five to forty hours a week, quality training program, and along that there is a recovery and rehab process along with goes simultaneously, and they need kit support, and travel support, and education academics most important thing Anju Bobby Sports Foundation is taking care of that, so that also we need, so it's a you know it's not only champions and you know, we are trying to create more role models youth icons for the country. Wow, seven hours a day. That's incredible to be able to go on with the level of intensity that you're talking about. Inspiration usually plays a huge part. So, Anju, did you have any role models? Actually, those days, Marian Jones was the biggest name. But unfortunately, after she competed with me also in 2004 events. But unfortunately, after uh, one year, we realized that was not a true performer. She was not a true performer. <laughs> that was a big shock for me <laughs> but uh, yeah definitely someone should be there and some role models should be there for each individual now there is this interesting thing that i just came across it's the anju bobby sports foundation so what is that all about um yeah that was my big dream to nurture young talents because we know the way how to reach that up, reach up to the world stage because no one was there to guide us we me and bobby we both did that we already proved that so it's easy for us to guide the youngsters and long jump is one of the best event we can showcase in the world stage um, it's highly technical so it's a combination of a good coach and a good athlete a coach is doing a different job an athlete is in a different phase so once we are inside the ground only an athlete know how to handle that situation and the outside stage the coach will manage so this is a combination of a good coach and a good athlete so we started our academy 3 years back and we got some good talents from up kerala and uh, andhra and one year within one year one and a half years they are showing their talents they are in world stage now uh, one girl she's uh, just 16 year old she's world number 2 and we are expecting this year world number 1 soon within 4 years she will she will break my record we struggled a lot at that age i came very late i started my international career at the age of 23 and my world championship medal is 20 at the age of 25 but we can nurture our kids from very young age so that much uh, gap we can fill so she st- already started at the age of 15 so uh, by 20 actually the, our golden period is from 18 to 26 so i miss all that golden periods So we are expecting one of our uh, award will get a 
Olympic medal in 2024. Actually, our junior level is very strong. We got one world record holder in javelin. We got Himadas in 400 meters, and we have good relay team also. But when it comes to the senior level, it's a big task, and no one is performing even after my 16-year medal. It's not that we trained a lot and we will get a medal. It's not that. We need to fight. We need to be like a good fighter. So you see many athletes active at the global stage today. Who among them do you consider your personal favorite? Fighter. No, actually, uh, Neeraj Chopra was my favorite, and he was very capable of getting a medal from Olympic. But unfortunately, he injured uh, elbow surgery. So I don't know what is fate during Olympics. Even though everything is in your favor, you have to do. You have you have to put your hundred percent effort. Otherwise, there's no shortcut. Is sheer hard work, and definitely you need luck also. But sheer hard work, and don't or yeah, don't go or don't take any any shortcuts. <laughs> Anju, your words were incredibly insightful. I understand you were a big personality, but you still chose to give us time out of your busy schedule. So we are truly grateful for that. With this, we come to the end of today's episode, and to my audience, thank you so much, each and every one of you. Thanks for listening to us, and I pray that you continue to listen to us this way, and we are able to make the difference we want. It won't be possible without your support. Looking forward to having you with us on our next episode as well. So as of now, goodbye, and keep listening.